Hey everybody, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Becky. How happy, happy Sunday. We are recording this on a Sunday. Happy Sunday. How's it going? It's going okay. Did you read today? Um, yeah, I did read today. I've I read actually quite a bit today. I have I did too, and I have another book hangover, and I'm kind of mad at you. Why why are you mad at me? It's your fault. You made me read the book. Oh. Oh well. Was it a good book? So good. Quick Shadow Romance coming very soon. April's been an emotional book month for me, on top of all my other emotional breakdowns. Yeah, it has it has been a really emotional book month. Like I've I've been I've been in a lot of book hangovers and like all the feels. These authors are hitting all the feels this month. All big feels big feels honestly I've like four books this month that had really big emotional i had like not ugly tears but like i definitely like cried during multiple books this month and um, i'll tear up at books but like i usually don't have them streaming down my face i but there was there was, was like, crying there were tear tracks this month we all know how i have like a stone cold heart but i had tears this month I had yeah. tears today. It was a that was a good one. It was a really good one. It was a really good one. Okay, so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we're going to talk about the third act breakup. What yes. we love about it, if a story really needs it. We'll also share some book recs along the way. Amanda, if you are listening, hey friend, we love you and we're sorry if we didn't really <laughs> give a great list of books for this episode. Yeah, and if you happen to just say one in passing which we probably will then you just make just a little add it to the list thank you we appreciate you friend <laughs> amanda is helping us create our wiki so yeah and she logs every book we mention in the episode yeah because sometimes we lose track well we're trying something a little different for this episode we are we did not come with a very planned list of books to recommend to you no no we did not you're going to experience what it's like when Leah and I talk about a topic when we're on a FaceTime call on a Tuesday. Well, and honestly, like when Be Becky and I had an episode planned for this episode and we decided to throw it out the window. On Friday. <laughs> on Friday. On Friday. And so, but as we're talking like Friday and Saturday, like we honestly, like we could have recorded the episode then. Like yeah. it was like really organic and nice and it flowed really well. And like, honestly, like this this episode is going to be more of like oh, what our planning sessions are like. So you get to experience the true chaos of Becky and Leah. Yes. Okay. So we have been doing, we have been doing a term of the week. Mm -hmm. um, and this week I decided to use a term that we're going to, that we're talking about. Cause not everyone yeah. knows what we're talking about no. when we say third act breakup. So the third act breakup isn't always necessarily the end of a relationship, but is a secondary catalyst that throws a wrench in the protagonist's plan, causing a pivot in either the film or book's direction and the potential character arc. Now, as I was sitting there and talking about this with Mike yesterday, mm -hmm. I was telling him when you're in high school creative writing or college creative writing, the authors make the mountain. Have you ever yeah. seen the mountain? Where, you know, the story is climbing the mountain to get to the peak, to the climax yeah. of action. So the third act breakup in romance is oftentimes the climb, peak climax of action. Mm -hmm. But actually, it's more of a jagged, like... Little jut out. Little jut out, then down, then like we jut the back up again. And then you go down and then up and then down. Yeah. So it's like a little detour, almost like a little detour. It perhaps. is like a detour in your storyline. Um, so let's just talk about basic third act breakup. Leah, okay. do you have feels on a third act breakup? I have a lot of feels on a third act breakup. Like there's a lot of feels like... But the, like, there's a lot of different questions about the third act breakup. Like, is it necessary? Does every book have a third act breakup? Like, if there is a third act breakup, like, how do they come back together? Is it worth it? And that's the big thing. Like, I, I don't dislike a third act breakup because sometimes the story needs it. Like, sometimes you need that separation, but 
at the same time, there are different types and styles of third act breakups as well. I need the third act breakup. I need it. Do you? I really need it. I, I don't mind it if it's not there. Depending on the subgenre books, but I think you've read a lot more books that don't have it than you realize. Oh, I absolutely do. Like I have a huge list and I just did a bare search for what Mm -hmm. I was. Because again, our past selves did not keep track of third act breakups. Um, One of the things, so I'm, I'm really picky about romantic suspense, Mm -hmm. but as I was going through my list, oftentimes romantic suspense does not have a third act breakup because the peak climax of the story the highest point of activity in those stories are the outside force Mm -hmm. that creates it romantic suspense the stalker the kidnapper the you know hostile force (laughs) yeah that's like the third act breakup like where that would happen in like a contemporary romance like in a suspense romance that is typically when the hero the heroine are kidnapped or shot or like when the bad guy is like at the height of their badness and right like that's when we find out if we don't know who the bad guy is that's typically when we find out who the bad guy is right so like author Catherine cowell she writes romantic suspense and mm-hmm. rarely rarely does she have a third act breakup no she not yeah i think there's a couple that mm, i know her first book does but it was not a romantic suspense but the other thing that she does that um the other thing that she does that bugs me a little bit is that oftentimes the third act like that height of climax is either a kidnapping but Mm. she will also use an ex yeah as a catalyst but it's not a third act breakup it's just an ex that has an axe to grind yeah i don't love that Mm -hmm. because i was thinking of falling embers and um it's you know they are kidnapped in the woods but she uses kind of the ex um mm-hmm. the girl's mother yeah. his ex as it's like a catalyst for catalyst that. she's a red herring a little bit in the book too mm-hmm. and i i don't love that because i just feel and i have two other books where the ex ends up being the third act Sawyer Bennett's Wicked Billionaire, which is the last book in her Wicked Horse Vegas series. Because mm-hmm. I hate this and I know I've read more like this. Where the ex-wife shows back up and says she's not the ex-wife. Oh, we read one. What was the other one? I Oh, crap. I can't even. Like, she's like in his kitchen. and like Yes. Like cooking and helping herself to stuff. Yes. She's like, I'm. And the heroine is well, like, like, she's. Who are you? Well, like, and she's, she's like, the I'm the ex-wife. But, but she doesn't or know the that wife. there's an ex-wife. Right. And they'll say, yeah. I'm the wife. Yeah. But they're not. They're the ex. But yeah. I don't love that. I don't I like don't love that either. The ex. Well, especially, well, especially if like the ex is not a known factor. Like it may, it's like, why did you do it like that? One Way Back to Me by Carrie and Ryan. She uses the ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Because he is. But in we know that about one, him. Though, we know about him. But there's no real one, third act breakup. But that one, it doesn't bug me as much because of the way the story plays out. Because like he is kind of the bad guy throughout the entire story. Like he's he's a big giant douche nugget. Like we don't like him at all. Yeah. So you don't think romance needs the third act breakup? I don't. I think we do. I think we do need it. Because we need that minute to reset the story. So, but, but we also have to remember that I read a lot of suspense. You do. So I think that might be part of the catalyst. But if we for think me. about, like, if you think about the storyline as like a rock climber as he's walking, you know, climbing up the mountain, how does he know he's reached the peak? How does he I know he's this, reached like... the highest? I keep picturing the price is right the guy up the hill the yodel he yodel, yeah. he's yodel yep. yeah 
That's what that I is keep exactly, picturing. That's why I was like laughing while you're doing that. Cause I totally pictured the yodeling like price is right guy. Yeah. Yep. That's what I keep picturing too. But how do we know when he's going to fall off the mountain? Like it's true. You need the rail. And to me, the third act breakup is the safety rail well, that tells me, okay, this is the moment that's going to make or break. Like don't fall off. But I, I think at the same time, though, because like in Wolf Gone Wild by Juliet Cross, there's not a third act breakup. I mean, it is a PNR and like shifter romance, and like it has those like those elements. So maybe that's part of it too. But like they don't have that. But there are like outside catalysts that like cause chaos for them. Yes, but I okay. So we've talked about like the ex-wife showing, or mm-hmm. you know, the outside catalyst. When the breakup is due to miscommunication. Oh, that just, that bugs the shit out of me. Bugs the shit out of me. Because honestly, these are adults. Like, I don't read a lot of, like, young adult or, like, new adult, like, romances. I read, like, older. They're, like, in their late 20s, early 30s. Like, if you, like, you need to talk. Like, communication is the basis of a relationship. Like, you don't always have to have, like, the best communication, but, like, Okay, no, I take that back. It depends on what the miscommunication is about. I think, so here is my problem. I do sometimes think that readers, when talking about books, mix up deception mm-hmm. with miscommunication. Yeah. Oh, I don't like deception at all. So I don't like deception at all. Um, no. It even bugs me in romantic suspense when, like, she's undercover or he's, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be... it. Well, it bugs me. there's a there's a Lexi Blake. It's the Dom who loves me. He like seduces her to get like information, but she doesn't know that he is doing this. And so like that is their big catalyst. Like they actually do have a third act breakup because like she finds out that he was like using her, but like he but he wasn't using her at the same time. So it's like, yeah, it was. So if miscommunication is a result of deception. Like you aren't clear about who you are or what you do. And the one that I can think of is one that I often talk about because this hero made me so mad. And that is Nico from Only Only One Only One Touch. Only One Touch by Natasha Madison. Freaking Nico. He is dumb. He doesn't communicate, but he's also being deceptive as in his role with this wedding. Yeah. And we actually saw it. So it's interesting because that book made me bonkers. Like, and I think that it made me bonkers. One, because he was so stupid. Well, and he doesn't grovel well. He doesn't grovel well. Versus if you look at Manhunt from Vanessa Vale. Yes. That's a situation where she. It's actually similar. It's very similar. He's going. Very similar. Back to act as groom they think in a wedding for to help a friend who is actually in love with another woman but doesn't think Mm -hmm. her very controlling over um crazy conservative father will understand but it's done in a way one he didn't need to grovel well he needed to grovel a little bit because he doesn't tell her but he groveled really well. But it's just... Like he, he didn't need to grovel in the same sense, but he groveled well. But it's... So it's two books that are similar. The story yeah. is a little similar. They're both delightful reads. Well read. They are. But in one, I want to We're punch the hero. angry at Nico, like, two years later. Two years later, yeah. I still need to, to get punched. <laughs> But, I but we're w- not mad at Maverick. But we're not mad at Maverick. And was it the grovel? Uh, the grovel helped. The grovel definitely helped. Because I don't feel like... I don't feel like Nico groveled well at all. And I think that that is part of, like... The, and that's something with a third act breakup that, like, I don't always love. Like, sometimes the grovelee or the groveler is taken back by the grovelee too soon. I think that sometimes there needs to be more of a grovel or a better grovel. So can you think of a third act breakup 
that left you like emotionally like stunted like belly on the floor like stomach drop big tears I can think of one and that is Drake by Sawyer Bennett the emotion in that book oh he that was a bad one that was a bad one well he was dumb he was super dumb and he blew that up and again it was kind of the catalyst for that breakup was miscommunication sort of it was the ex-wife so two things i already don't like yeah but and then I think... she gave us this huge chunk of time where they weren't together and it wasn't huge it was like two weeks but it was enough well but in that one too though like he it was the way in which he blows up though too like he blows up and he focuses all of his anger with the wrong person at Bree. And that was, that is a big part of it too. Like he has such misdirected frustration and anger and that like, and I think that's why that one hits so hard. Cause you look at Cohen and Tilly, like he has a lot of anger and stuff and their third act breakup, like it, it hits you, but it doesn't hit you in such a way that like you're like. That whole series. So Baden and Sophie do not have a third act ba- breakup. They do not. Because honestly, had there been a third act breakup in that book, it would not have worked. It would not have worked at all. Like their entire story. But it was like, a slow it, burn. And I think there's a collation a between burn. a slow burn and no third act breakup. Because you Well, spend, it depends on how slow it is, too. Spend the whole book just trying to get them to be together. There's That's no time true. left. No, so if we take true. if we look at that series, so you have Baden, there is yeah. no third act breakup. Yes. Then we get Sloan, right? Stone. 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 Sorry. And there is a third act breakup. There is. And dude needed push down some stairs in that one. Yes. Yes, he did. He was mean but to Harlow. He was very mean to Harlow. But honestly, like she but she does not she makes him work for it and that's the thing and then gage we did not have a third act breakup with gage no but honestly like that wouldn't have made sense either because that was one of that's such a healing journey that like it really would not have worked well if there was a third act breakup and gage is such like oh my god like honestly he's book husband material not even book boyfriend marrying that man forever yeah um and then you have Cohen, where they did have the third act breakup, but mm-hmm. it was more of trying to figure out how to live in each other's worlds. Yeah. Well, and I think with Cohen, like, there's such, he has so many little hangups with the way that things have played out that he's, like, he really needed to figure out, like, his mindset, and he needed to do that away from Tilly, because I don't I don't think it would have been, it would have worked as well if like she was there when he was figuring those, those things out. Yeah. Then we get Drake and of course he screwed up big time. Yes. And then the latest book canon. So I love this third out breakup actually. This is terrible Mm -hmm. to say, but I have another example of it too, where the heroine chooses herself. Yeah. Like he has, kind of he screwed up he picked his so in canon he's the coach and he's put his boundaries out there and feels like he's saving her and him from heartache and so he's gonna hold strong to his boundaries and not let her in but he doesn't do that he does not hold to his boundaries and he lets her in and then when he decides to set those boundaries back in place like she is done with it and she picks herself She's like, I'm not, I'm going to keep working. I'm looking at where my job can take me. I'm not going to sit here and whine and cry over this miserable man, which she had done with her previous boyfriend that we learn Mm -hmm. about in the book. Yeah. Another example of that. So if you like a third act breakup where basically the hero has screwed up, but the heroine chooses herself, the nanny and the nerd. Yeah. By Krista Sandor. Mm-hmm. he 
screwed up because he was so focused on building his video game and moving the story along and the heroine is helping him do this and in um and when he loses his shit on her she like she decides like she's done like she does not have to put up with that behavior she did everything she can to support him and support like his niece and help out in every way that like she possibly could. And when he was not capable of accepting that help or doing like, accept like being able to listen, like she was done. Yeah. Like she did her work. She did her job. Like she, he finds out fairly quickly that he fucked up big. Well, but she's, but he has to grovel hard. He does, but she doesn't stop doing to achieve her dreams. She continues to write yeah. her story and go to the story competition and yeah. move herself forward. And another great example of this kind of third act breakup is Fractured Kiss by L.M. Danglish. Um, it's book four in her Fractured Rockstars series. Mm-hmm. And in that one, so it's a fake relationship. They're doing it for the tabloids. They're on tour. And she works for the band as his... Uh, guitar tuner like that's his job she tunes his guitars and hands them to him before he goes mm-hmm. on performance at the end of the tour instead of helping her make plans and bring her to los angeles you know and to move forward in a relationship he lets her go back to vegas in her life like the tour is over it was fake he sticks yeah. with that and she's like okay So she starts moving forward and writing songs and his ass has to come to Vegas and he has to grovel. Mm -hmm. Well, but then there's that other side of it too, where, so if you read every time I fall by Lexi Ryan, which is no, no, not every time I fall. Is that Abby's story? Abby and Dean? Yes, I think so. I I think I was mixing up books in my head, but so that one, so Abby, like Dean and Abby get together, but then like she she's feeling really insecure in a lot of things. And so like he takes a step back and is like, I need you to work on you before we move forward. And so, and that's one of those things too. Like, so she, they do like, it's a breakup, but it's not a breakup at the same time. And actually like I read um, Aaron Nicholas's book, gotta be by you. I finished it today. And same thing, the heroine and the hero, like it's, there's not really a breakup, but they both have some hangups from their past. So I'm all for Aaron Nicholas, like that's, Mm -hmm. but sometimes this bugs me a little bit because, so a book that came up when I was searching for third act or no third act breakups was Heartless Mm -hmm. by Elsie Silver. Okay. And... Everyone was like, no, that's not a third act breakup. So here's the deal. She finds out she's pregnant and she tells the hero. Okay. And he doesn't. So his previous, his ex-wife didn't want to live in the small town. She wanted, didn't want to live on the ranch. She wanted to live in the town. Mm-hmm. And he, fe- in Heartless, he fears that the heroine is going to want to go back to the city, to Vancouver. Okay. And to live the city life because that's what she's always lived. And so instead of tying her down, quote unquote, and being happy that, oh, my gosh, we made a baby together and accepting her word that she's happy about it, he sends her back to the city to take some time to think about it. And it's only one or two nights away where she goes back to settle things in the city and to come to terms with being pregnant. Now, do not get me started on this book. It is so fucking full of plot holes. Um, anyway, don't get me started. This whole thing could have been solved with a phone call to her mama, but we don't ever do that. Um, I think it. I think it depends on how it plays out and how it's written, whether or not it is, if it makes sense. Like, there's got to be by you on. Like, they both, they, so it's like two weeks, but they both like go into therapy. And are doing like dealing with some issues and hangups that they have, but like it's a mute. Like the heroine basically tells the hero that like I want you to let me in in all things, but I can't be your happy. Like I can't be the happy for you. 
And so, but she also says like, I have things that I need to work on. So she's like this, we just need to do this. And so it's like, I think it's two weeks. They, they go back to like new Orleans. Cause they've been in our, our tray or however you say that we'll have to ask Aaron how to pronounce that. It's- but so in that sense, it like, it makes sense and it works. I think that there are sometimes authors want that third act breakup, but don't know how to write it. And so they just kind of like put something throwaway in there and it doesn't make sense to the story. Um. Okay. So a little off. A.L. Jackson's second book in the Redemption Hills. Jude, Judd and Salem. Judd and Salem. Every, every, what is, what I can't think of. Look it up. Promise okay. me always. Promise me always. In that book, she tries. No, say it's forever. Okay. Say it's forever. Okay. So we'll talk about promise me always. So yeah. say it's forever. She tries to leave. But he won't let her. He won't let her. So there's no mm-hmm. breakup. No, there's not. Because he is like, this This is not happening. Like, we are not breaking up. Like, we are in this. We are in this together. Like, you were stuck with Which, me. Like, you are not allowed to go. If you're listening to this and you have more books like this, please send them my way. Because I kind of liked that. Yeah, I do too. Um, but in her Promise Me Always, they do break up for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And literally everyone is like, you all are stupid. Yeah. Why are you broken up? Get back together. Like, I loved it. Because they're all like, like even his, his mom. mom his yes. mom is like, you were an idiot and a dumbass. Like, what are you thinking? Yes. Stop being yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I have it on my list right here. Say it's forever. She tries to run, but he won't let her. He makes her stay and face it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, she tries to run, like, like run away because she, like, doesn't want to bring but her, like, her bad down on them. We do see that every once in a while because, so, like, the Ripple Effect, which was one of our book club picks mm-hmm. this year, they do break up and their relationship is an intense, it's love in the midst of disaster, and she doesn't believe that he really like he's all in like once he recovers from everything that happens and is out of the hospital he's like let's go get married today till death do Mm -hmm. us part we are together but she doesn't believe it she she doesn't believe it and is afraid that at some point his emotions are going to turn and he's going to realize that she is not for him um so i mean I liked that too. I don't mind that. You don't. And, and that book had thing. big emotions too. So, well, but in, even like in From the Embers, like, so there's, there's not really a third act breakup there, but it takes them a long time to get to their, like, when they come together. But then there's a lot of big things that happen at the end of that book. And so, like, the, the couple, like, the core couple don't break up, but there's, so many things that happen and there's a honestly like if you have not read this book like you were where just you? read it yeah. what are you doing like it's such a good story like you just i bawled i'll just say that i cried well, there's lots of tears until i get you f- from claire uh contressus or however you pronounce your name we apologize we apologize in advance so there they break up in the first half of the book because well, it's not in the first half it's at like 25 percent or something like that because the bro the book is broken down into part one and part two the end of part one like she runs yeah like she runs and part two is them coming back together and like rebuilding their relationship and all of that and that's something too like there's a lanny lynn vale book called um what's it called it's bare book one in the bare bottom guard no yeah bare bottom guardians like motorcycle club their breakup happens at like 50 or 60 percent of the book i think i can't remember exactly when it happens because like she the heroine finds out she's pregnant the hero doesn't like has been adamant that he does not want more kids like because of the way the book plays out and it makes sense but like so she has been told that she can't get pregnant and she ends up pregnant and so like they like she moves like she moves away because like she tells him like he says that he can't do it and she's like okay and she moves 
And then like, they do end up getting back together because like he works through his issues and like all of that stuff. But sometimes that third act breakup doesn't necessarily happen in the third act. So Rockstar by Rena or Rockstar by Lauren Rowe, their breakup happens in the first act of the book. So they Mm -hmm. have, they meet at a wedding and they have a one night stand. She is the sister of the head of his record label and he is kind of a newbie rock star that's going out on his first world tour. And she previously had a relationship with a rock star and he cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And so she, at the end of their weekend together, she's like, we're breaking up because I cannot be with someone that is going to be, you know, re- temptation will rain down on them. Like mm-hmm. she feels like a rock star on tour is just a recipe for disaster and she cannot handle having her heart broken. So she walks um, away and breaks it off with him. And then he goes on tour for, I think it's like 10 months and he lives the height of the rock star lifestyle. Yeah. And eventually he kind of sobers up and flies right and realizes that, Oh, um, all I, I'm just trying to drink and screw her out. Mm-hmm. And um, when they reconnect again at her, at something with her brother, they never part again. Like they don't mm-hmm. ever, um, they have to work through a lot and they have to communicate a lot, but you see the growth, but the breakup happens early on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and there's an Ivy Lane book called Uncovered. Um, it's Allison Cooper's story. It's in this book three of the Sinclair it's the um um I don't remember what the series name is but it's book three it's Allison Cooper and so they like their third act breakup which isn't in the third act it happens earlier in the book because Cooper does he's an idiot and does something really stupid and but he does he crawls well and so like but then when they come back together like it, they're like he was all in but then he says something stupid that like naturally like she's like i don't know what i if i can do this right now but there wasn't really a breakup it was more of a like she just she left for a while so what do you call it if we're talking fake relationship romance so a fake engagement fake dating where it's a time limit so like they know they're only going to be together for 30 days okay and the end of the 30 days comes and they haven't really communicated feelings Maybe one has fallen and the other is still kind of hesitant and counting the days till their end. Mm -hmm. And then they part. It's more like a third act pause. It's not really a breakup because like if you're, if it was, I mean, it's fake and they were never really together, like technically speaking. Because corrupted. It's more of a pause. Corrupted. Corrupted corrupted innocence by Misha Stone, okay. he has 30 days with her and he falls and he falls hard and he stops counting the days and he's just thinking about, you know, like he loves her and want, but he doesn't really communicate her feelings and there he's mafia and she's not mafia and there's some mm-hmm. family drama. Um, but at the end of the 30 days, she walks away because there are other things happening in the book that she's worried about her safety and his lifestyle of being in the mafia is too much. So, but it wasn't truly a breakup because he's still watching her and he's still helping her. She just doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I feel like, so painted scars by Neva Alta. So they get married and they're, they end up getting a divorce. Like, partway through the book but i mean he is not okay with it and by any means but i mean that's the same kind of thing like it was an arranged marriage it was arranged or no she was sold to him by her dad sold by her dad so like so he lets her go because like he he thinks that that's what she needs and like she tells him that's what she needs because of the way the book plays out but i mean is that really a third act breakup? Because like they do break up and they don't see each other for a while. 
See, and I don't know because Hard Hit by Brenda Rother and Kat Mazira, which Heather and I did a quick shot on, they don't, they kind of break up. It's because of miscommunication, but it wasn't the two of them that caused the breakup. It was her father telling her news about him in order to drive a wedge between the two of them. And they don't really, like, neither one is really good at communication to say, wait, I didn't get a chance to tell you. We didn't talk mm-hmm. about this. So it's kind of a pause because this outside source caused the rift. Well, but how long was the rift, too? Like, because I tried it. There was a book I read not too long ago where they got a into weeks. a the, like the the one that I just read, I can't think of what it is, but like they got into a fight over like a similar situation to that. And they, it's like 12 or like 14 hours that they're apart. So there's never like, there's not a breakup, like nothing happens. Like they just don't like talk to each other for like a day. And so like, like it has that third act breakup feel, but it's not really a third act breakup at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So let's, um, talk about some books that don't have third act breakups okay okay because we haven't really we told them we were going to give them book recs of no third act breakups and then we say talked about all the different breakups well but we talked about like what we like what we don't like the the different styles of the breakups like there's a lot of third act breakup like breakdown so i will say recently on my social media on instagram at bookcase and coffee I um, asked for book recs of books with no third act, romance books with no third act breakup. There were tons of books listed Mm -hmm. that I had never read. And the whole reason that I put a post like that up, you guys, is because I need you to help me remember books that I might have forgotten. That's what I really am looking for. Instead, I now have like 60 new books to put on to my own TBR. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just getting you back i think so i think some of them troll for those posts and it's are their like, revenge they're like becky hasn't read this book or maybe maybe she hasn't read this book let me say it because then she has to read it right um so we already talked about katherine cowell how she absolutely the majority of her books don't have a breakup yeah uh, um so i read the playing game by ainsley booth so Which is on my TBR. I need to get to. It is on your TBR. That was one of the ones recommended in that. Um, it was, and there was not a third act breakup. Like that, like the way Lexi this book. Ryan recommended that book. Oh really? Yeah. It was. It was good. Thank you, Lexi. It was good, but no. So there's no third act breakup. Like, but I think with the way the book plays out, and the these are two characters that communicate and communicate well. Like it takes some time for them to like, cause they've reconnected. They had a one night stand and it's two years later and they've reconnected. And the heroine has some hangups because of who her dad is, but they communicate, like they have conversation. Like it is, it's such a grown up romance and I really enjoyed it. And it, it was good, but there's no third act breakup in that. Like they have like a little fight and it's like, well, there's emotion. There's some time. There's emotion, but there is no breakup whatsoever. Okay. Jill, Jill Ramsauer, book one and book two of the Byrne Brothers, there are no third act breakups. No. Uh, Silent Vows and Corrupted Union. If you haven't read these books, you guys. They are so good. Why are we even friends anymore? So good. These books. I mean, Mafia with Meat Cute. Yeah. That Corrupted Union, it's a Mafia with the Meat Cute. Uh, Rodeo Summer by Jillian Neal. So this one is interesting. Okay. So I'm in my cowboy phase. Not really, but sort of. I read this Mm. book. He meets a single mom on the rodeo circuit that is following behind her husband or her Mm ex-husband. And her. there's family drama. There's a ton of dirty talking in this book. It's very, very good. The hero kind of savior romance he saves her and provides a safe place for her to fall the entire conflict of this book is how they're going to deal with the ex-husband to keep her and the baby safe Mm -hmm. and to keep him he he doesn't really care about 
that his child like that's not who he is he's chasing the rodeo money or whatever Mm -hmm. and so there isn't a third act breakup but there is conflict that you get kind of those swings of emotion that come with third act breakups Mm -hmm. because you know the baby daddy shows up and wants to take the baby yeah so big emotion but not a third act breakup well, and I reread the Jennifer Hanks DeMarco series recently. And so each book, like they're, they're way more emotional than like I remember them being. But then again, I just came off the whiskey. So like, I think a lot of them hit a little bit differently, but not all of those ones have the third act breakup. Like the final book, Charlie, there's a lot of things happening, like outside forces happening in their book. But it takes Charlie and Ben a long time. I mean, they've been circling each other for years. And so like when they, their breakup essentially like happens towards the beginning of the book, it's like 27% or something like that. Like when their big like explosion type thing happens, it's not really an explosion, but so they don't have that third act breakup. They have, there's some things that happen in the story that are really big emotions and like catalysts where like there could be a breakup or there could be something that happens, but there isn't. Um, So that happens in Carrie Elk's uh, book five, Every Shade of Winter in her Winterville series. mm -hmm. She, that book is interesting because she's a runaway bride. She jilts her groom at the altar Mm -hmm. And runs to her best friend. Six, eight weeks later, she finds out she's pregnant by the groom that she jilted. But has started this kind of tumultuous relationship with her best friend. And she realizes that she's not attracted to the groom. And it was good that because the groom had cheated on her during Mm -hmm. his bachelor party. So it was good that she wasn't with them. But now there's this baby in play. Mm-hmm. And at the moment of their third act breakup was when the baby daddy enters into the, to the, to the scene. And mm-hmm. is he going to try to be a part of the baby's life or what? Because there's so, big feels towards him. But they don't actually break up. They don't actually break up. So there's no breakup. And this brings up another question. By saying a book doesn't have a third break, third act breakup, is that giving a spoiler? No. Giving breakup status. So read this book. There's no third act breakup. Are you spoiling it for me? Read this book. There is a third act breakup. Is that a spoil? I don't think it's a spoiler because honestly, like you're not telling like what it is or why it is. You're not telling them the emotion. I mean, although people are claiming that us telling them what pop is, is a spoiler. Right. Okay. What next book do you have no breakup on? Um, actually, I just have more of like an author list. So, well, I have books. So, in a jam, Kate Canterbury. Oh yeah, I have that one too. Um, there's not like there's there's a lot of emotion in that book, and oh my god, like if you haven't read that book, the the niece and her potty mouth is just like top notch. Um, Forever by Aurora Rose Reynolds. We just did a quick shot of that. There's not really a third act breakup in that. Like they kind of have a miscommunication in a fight. But that's a fake relationship. That's true. And the time is over. So is that a breakup or not? But they, but they don't even really, there's not even like a separation there. Well, there kind of is. She goes home without him. That's true. This is true. So that's, if the fake relationship comes to somebody an needs end. to tell us their opinion on this is like because but since Becky and I can't decide, I just we need I, I we don't need know. an authoritative figure, an author who knows the answer. It can this. be a, it can be a listener, a reader. Oh. Just give us an opinion. <laughs> a listener, a reader. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I do have one though. Um, so, uh, King's Queen by Marie Johnston. So this is a marriage in crisis book. They are like the the wife. So okay, go ahead. So Mar- asked for for a divorce at the beginning of the book. So the book itself is them coming back together, like them rebuilding their relationship. Steel by Sawyer Bennett. 
Mm -hmm. She titles it A Second Chance. I title it. Weren't they still married, though? Yeah, they just were separated. Yeah, that's a marriage in crisis. It was marriage in crisis. And they're broken up at the beginning of the book. Mm -hmm. But then they come together and there's no other, like... I mean, they have to work through some things. Yeah. Well, and that's this one, too. Like, there's there's a lot of working through past hurts and past feelings and past, like, past miscommunications. Yeah. But that's Um, a really good one. Duet by Julie Chris. This is book one in the Road Kings series. It doesn't have a breakup. She just has to learn how how their time together when he's on the road touring with his band works Mm -hmm. but it they're never not together they just aren't always on page together um let's see kylie kent her relentless devil because basically once he gets her in his sphere oh she's not allowed she does not she stalks him even if she wants (laughs) to leave it she cannot she can there is no leaving that that was made for you by natasha madison there's no third act breakup and that one had great communication and it was a slower burn well and anna hackett her um norcross series they do not have a third act breakup. There is some sort of catalyst, but a lot of times it, t- honestly, it takes them a long time to get to together typically in those books because they're like fighting against it because the guys are like, oh, I don't, I'm too dark to have a relationship, but it, it works. Um, but, Vander's, oh, go ahead. but Vander's book, the power broker, like it, that's a really good one. Uh, Score Her Heart and Against the Boards by Danica Flynn do not have third act breakups. And Against the Boards, Benny, Benny, I got it right. You did? Please know. Did you write it it down? No, I did not. Um, I did in my head go, he's not Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're never going to live that one down. I'm never going to live it down. Benny, she leaves to go get her stuff from home. Mm -hmm. And Benny comes to her. Yeah, well, I think because if I remember right, Benny thinks that she's leaving him. Yeah, she does, but she didn't. Like, he he freaks out and is like, I'm going to go to her because she can't leave me. Uh, Smitten by Lauren Rowe is another one without a third act breakup. And this is Friends to Livers. Now, one of the things I did know, as we're cu- we're going to come to the end of this and then get on to the next part of our episode, um, I do think this no third act breakup is popular among newer to romance readers. Mm. They like it. They don't want the angst. They don't want the drama, which I find really interesting because they're also the ones reading new adult and you can't have a new adult book. I send me book recs of new adult books that don't have third act breakups because they all got the angst. Do they have books like that? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever read a new adult that didn't have a third act breakup. I know, because they're drama queens. Um, they really are. And Laramie Briscoe, in her books, um, if it is the, a single book, like her duets, her trilogies, they typically have a breakup of some sort. But her single books don't always have a third act breakup, and I really enjoy those. And hers are fairly low angst. Um. Carrie Ann Ryan, the latest one, Coming Home to Us. Between that one and For the Love of Whiskey, they have like a 30-minute breakup, like 30-second breakup, two-page breakup. It's 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 a breakup, but it's not a breakup at the same time. It's like... But those did more damage to me than some of the other ones. But Coming Home for Us, like they kind of have a moment like earlier in the story where they kind of like he freaks out and that is kind of like their breakup moment when she when she goes down the hill right but then it's later on in the book when she has to make the choice to either move forward or choose him and so again it's kind of the pause i don't know yeah but let me tell you coming home for us like carrie and ryan she that woman like she gets grief like on 
point. It is one of, that is a, another like top read of 2023. Oh yeah. Like, such a good story. So good. And the, like the fact that like she details the grief and the, how it's so different for everybody and how like it can come back at the most inopportune moments do they do that to us does this happen to us every april that we have like this bombardment april has been a rough month for the past like three years okay because we've because from the embers was an april book i feel like we sit here and go every year in december like gosh april how can i pick just one book in in april I think you're, no, you're totally right. Cause April was a hard month last year. And then the year before April was a hard month yeah. because I think, yeah. Was it yeah. every time I fall in April read two by I'm looking Lexi it up right Ryan? Now. I don't know. What, what is, is it with these people and like they're, they want to tear us apart in April. Yeah. Like maybe cause they hate December or November or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um. Okay. So you should be able to find a list of book recs on our on-the-shelf show notes. It was April. April 2021. Thank you, Lexi Ryan. Yeah. So um, we will try to give you a comprehensive list of an on-the-shelf, like TBR. But Amanda, if you're listening, you can Just send us us to that. that. We might have to add it in in a couple days. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Okay. Also... If you like a third act breakup or if you hate a third act breakup, we would like to hear from you. Please yeah. tell us your thoughts on third act breakup. The and easiest... if there is a specific third act breakup that you hate or love, let us know that too. Because maybe it's a book we haven't read yet. Right. And you can always DM these to us or just join us on Discord where we're constantly slinging book recs. We, we sling all the book recs on the Discord. We do. There's a lot of chaos on the Discord too. So just But there's be good open. stuff. There's good, good stuff. stuff. Okay. So Leah, guess what? What? It's, it's that time. It's that time. For book, book of, of the week. week. Okay. What was your book of the week? Make Make Me Exhale by Marie Johnston. Yeah. This book gave me all the feels. And I'm actually going to probably mist up a little bit here in my eyes. Guys, this book... The relationship was lovely. Like, it was a Mm -hmm. lovely romance. I love the character of McCoy and Isla. They're they're phenomenal characters. Yeah. What I really resonated with me in this whole book was Isla's solitude in the midst of a big family and everyone thinking that she's funny, cute, and friendly, but not realizing that she's really alone and solitary mm -hmm. and no one reaches out more than funny cute and friendly well and nobody reaches out she's not invited she's not a person they think of to call for drinks or a girl's night or dinner at a barbecue or something like that Mm -hmm. she's the well and we forgot you and the one person that she always could count on that like her life is changing and so she it's one of those things where she doesn't mean to do it but there's so much going on that it happens and I it that's the thing like this book resonated a lot with me because I was Isla I sometimes still am Isla I am too but like I'm okay with it more now because at this point like those are not the people that I want to be hanging out with anyway. So. Well, and the other piece of that is because of being like that, that's why you guys have a buzzing about romance podcast in a community with book club. Because I didn't have anyone in my life that liked to talk about the things that I like to talk about. And so mm-hmm. I was tired of not having someone. So I created my own space and then dragged all of you people with us. It's it's been worth it. Okay, Leah, what's your book of the week? Um, my book of the week is actually Until I Get You by Claire Contras. Like I, I, 
Are you still a little this, broken from that book? I'm still a little broken from this book. Like, he's such an asshole, but I love him so much. It's an April release. <laughs> I know it is. But honestly, like, he is the type of character that I adore because he's an ass to, like, 97% of the people in his life. Such an ass. But not the heroine. Although he is for a little bit. Yeah, he was. He was, but then like, but then he gets his ass handed to him and he sees the error of his ways and he makes up for it in spades. So that book has everything in it has stalkers and Uh hockey and emotion. And anyways, both these books have quick shots coming. They do. So you'll get all the thoughts, all the feelings and all the honestly, like, April is killing me. Well, okay, so... And it's not even over yet. I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, so, you know, because we do our end-of-the-year stuff where we're going to pick our top reads, and I was like, For the Love of Whiskey will absolutely be one of my top reads. If it doesn't win the year, it'll totally win the month of April. So I bought the paperback. Yep. And then I read Until I Get You, and I'm like, crap. Now, yep. I did look up Make Me Exhale came out in March, except that also came up against Scandals of the Father. Oh, Daddy Barone. And then I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it this year. Then Empire. Like, I'm already like Empire of Lust came out in April, which I, you haven't read yet by Joe. But it is, it is on my Kindle. I have it on my and, Kindle. And um, the. The Traced by Lauren, Lauren Blakely. Blakely. Well, but when did the RSVP come out? That Wasn't was that... January. I mean, that one was really good, too. I know. I'm just saying, like. But, but even, like, these Jill Ramsauer books, too. Like. We April. Just... Corrupted Union is April. Was April. Like, that's the thing. Like, well, like we've had them, I think, maybe February. There wasn't like a lot of books. If Drake that, like, hadn't come out in January, and um, the Made for You, Made like, for I had You, a couple good books in February. I think Natasha's Made for You came out in January. I think it was January. Yeah. So I have so January. Drake we have... Yeah. and Made well, for it's You. It's gonna be a really tough year. Honestly, I think we could just maybe we might have to revamp the way we do that episode and it's just the top 12 books of the year and it doesn't matter like when they came out but it's only april i'm pretty sure i have 12 books in april maybe we need to do the 12 books of the first half (laughs) well we could do that so we'll just give everybody like 48 book recs (laughs) i mean we've we've probably already pushed them so much that everybody's read them already so maybe like there's some those, sleepers that we're not. Maybe maybe we'll do an episode in June, like maybe. the six months. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. Our top 12 for the first six months. There's just so many good books this year. There is a lot. And honestly, like we did not start this year out with a bang. We started in a huge slump, both well, of us. And I really have but, slumped. But then, we, but then we met the dark era. <laughs> Well, that's the problem. As long as I'm in the dark or these well, big emotional books, that's the I thing. seem to be okay. <laughs> because we were and emotional. On Friday when we decided to throw out our original episode idea, we did, I was yes. like, oh, we haven't done a sports episode, like a hockey romance episode in a while. Maybe we do that. And But then we went back and we're looking and we have not five, read. Five sports yeah. romances is all I've read. And they have been by... I did a Kelly Jameson reread of the Chicago mm-hmm. Aces. Then there's this Claire book until I get you, but the rest and of them Sawyer and Natasha. Sawyer and Natasha. Well, and the Sainsley Booth one is hockey, so I didn't. But honestly, I've read maybe maybe seven. That, yeah. But there was probably a couple of rereads in there. Yeah, it's it was not a it's not a been a sports heavy year for us this year. It hasn't. Um, Okay, so Patreon update. Welcome to new Patreon member Christy and Susie. We are so excited to have you guys joining us. Thank you for your support of the Buzzing About Romance podcast and all of our amazing craziness. Um, 
Currently, we do have four open tiers over on Patreon, and those start at $5 a month, including membership to Drunk Book Club and other exclusive content. Um, We also have had a ton of upcoming events over on our YouTube channel, and we're bringing in some new Instagram lives and interviews Mm -hmm. over happening on Instagram. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter and check out bookcaseandcoffee.com events for all other happenings. Also, and if you do get the newsletter and you're not getting it, but you thought that you're getting it, check your junk mail because we often land in the junk. Well, mail. I think we fixed that. Well, Mr. Burrier, Mr. Burrier fixed that. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is this episode drops on April 30th. Mm-hmm. And on May 1st, we are launching a new second project of we newsletters. Are. But it is not... Buzzing about romance. It's not buzzing about romance. It is bookcase and coffee. And instead of focusing on like all of our chaos with this podcast and the things that we're doing, we actually are kind of softening it up a little bit Mm -hmm. and talking about um, bookish lifestyles. Yes. These will be. There still will be book wrecks. So don't you worry about that because it would not be buzzing about romance and bookcase and coffee without the book wrecks. But these are going to be curated TBRs and like bookish articles or bookish things that we really enjoy. Like if you happen to be in our Discord, a lot of times we'll talk about things that we like, like, or come across that. Help us in our reading journeys. Right. It might be about cases for our Kindles. It might be about different book audio services. Mm -hmm. Um, We might review, but also maybe it's food and drink inspired by our reading or, um, you know, we are bookcase and coffee and we don't always focus a ton on coffee. So maybe there'll be coffee recipes. I have entered into my pour over phase of coffee. Did you? Uh, Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I have Game been changer. missing, missing this. Um, but we'll talk about all of these things. And we also are going to kind of hit on the entertainment side, like find out what we think is the slowest burn in TV romances. Because <laughs> um, I have big feels and thoughts well, on Also, that. too, like we, Jenny has gotten an idea where if you like this show or this movie, you would you should read this book well she's also going to create romance book watch lists so these mm-hmm. are tv shows or episodes or books that um if you're a romance book lover you might like this tv show or this movie so mm-hmm. she's going to create some watch lists for us so we've got some cool stuff you can also learn about the mystery of a house purse yeah. All these things will be coming in our new pour over newsletter and you can sign up for that on our website, mm-hmm. uh, bookcaseandcoffee.com or buzzingaboutromance.com. Just look for the pour over icon, click it and sign up. Um, and I think that's all we got going on right now. I mean, it's a lot. We, we have a lot going on. Yes. Um, make sure you stick around and you are going to want to sign up for the newsletter. We will be having summer reading in a different version it will not be chaotic it will not be the same um it might still be a little chaotic but it'll be more of a self-journey and a continued friendship that's one of the things we heard a lot that everybody loved about summer reading last summer was the connections and friendships that were built through it Mm -hmm. and the kind of projects that we gave them throughout the summer yeah, because we like we asked a lot of our community what they really enjoyed about summer reading. It was there were very few book prompts. Yeah, they were. I mean, there were prompts, but they were like bookish adjacent prompts that they really well, enjoyed. And they also liked going back and picking books from a episode or a book yeah. from a quick shot. Well, uh, and now that Amanda's doing our wiki for us, like that'll be easier for it'll everybody. Be easier for everybody. So anyway, you aren't going to want to unsubscribe for the summer you're going to want to stick around because we will have Mm -hmm. some stuff coming up this summer and we're also going to do some more bookish lifestyle type episodes this summer um i'm working on an episode about how to start a book club and then we're going to do a follow-up episode with some of our picks we think will are good books for a book club Mm -hmm. so 
lots of stuff coming up and the daddy episode you the daddy guys, episode is coming. The daddy episode is coming. It is going to release two weeks early to our Patreon, and then it will release into our feed, but you, two or three weeks later. But if you want all those daddy book recs, join us on Patreon. Yeah. Because I'm still stuck in the daddy era. It's not a bad place to be. Also, if you like Pedro Pascal, you should stick around for daddy. Yeah. Anyway, Leah, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, where we of talked course. about third act breakup. It was delightfully fun, and you're welcome for all of the book wrecks. It's chaotic. Amanda's never going to talk to us again. She will. She lives for this. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.